Welcome to Take This Poem Podcast, where we explore the rich, wild things that good poems can do in the everyday lives of ordinary folks. I'm your host, Mary Guidis. Whether you're a longtime poetry lover like I am, or just barely interested, I invite you to take this poem. I hope it amends the soil of your life. Hello, poetry friends. Today I'd like to read for you a few poems from one of my favorite authors, George Bilgier. He's still living. I think he lives somewhere near Cleveland, back in the Midwest. He was introduced to me by Mary's and my friend Dave Mailer several years ago, and I've read everything he's published and eagerly await any new collection that he puts out. He had one called Central Air that just came out this last spring, and there are some poems in it about family, marriage, and kids that I thought might be of interest to those of you who listen to this podcast. This will be a bit of a short episode because I'm just going to read these poems and not really comment much on them because I don't think they need to be commented on. Bilger's work is quite accessible, but it's both funny and poignant. And it deals with, particularly in this topic, family life, things that many of us are are familiar with. So here they are. This first one's called The Scar. My son slipped on the ladder to the pool and smacked his head, blood calling on his small shoulders, the doctor stitching him whole. Three years on, after a haircut, the scar still rises. A quarter moon, a woman will ask about as they lie there one night, her fingers in his hair, her voice in his ear, the secret delight of him, a bit like burnt toast in her nostrils, as she takes his strangeness into her. What she won't know is how the frail Phidian skull I held that day in my hands resounded on the hot concrete. It echoed all summer, less like an egg cracking in a bowl or a world breaking than the wild beating of love against my heart. Dear girl, who will one day win him, that part of the boy is mine. The Barn This is a flower. The flower is in a pot. The flower needs sunlight and soil and water to live. And he's getting a lot of it wrong, my son, and some of it right, sitting on my lap with his illustrated reading book. I look beyond the yellow daisy to the red barn in the distance. Why is the door closed? What's going on in the barn's unknowable darkness? The horses are in their breathing, standing up as they dream. The goats are wondering why the farmer hasn't come to let them into the day. The pigs are wondering this too, but at a higher level, as pigs are very smart. Perhaps the farmer is lying in bed, dead of a heart attack. Or he and his wife were surprised by a flare-up of the ancient original fire that blazed into marriage and a farm 
and a fine boy like this boy on my lap, for whom reading is not coming easily, who makes me proud when he gets it right, but it's when he gets it wrong, when his voice thins and falters before the inscrutable word, that I love him unbearably, thinking back to long division and the terrible fractions with their unlike denominators, how I burned at my desk in tiny failure. Son, let's go into the dark barn and listen to the horses breathing. Let's hide out there together for as long as we can. How I Met Your Mother I saw her at a party, walked up and said, How would you feel about getting married? Buying a house, enduring the agony of childbirth a couple of times, watching a lot of Netflix together, dining out, I'm thinking specifically of the Osobuco at Ruggeri's, getting a dog, negotiating mortgages, and finally sitting by me in those last days arranging the funeral, tidying up, then starting your strange new life, the one without me. How does that sound? And she sipped her mojito and said, what are we waiting for? Ripeness. This summer, a big hawk, hulking and sullen, has come to live in our neighborhood like a god in exile. Now and then he streaks past a flash of wilderness, but I am as a god too, a minor one, this mild evening, watching my daisies and piebald pansies slowly packing up, taking down their tents for fall. There is a ripeness gathering in the corners of the yard, the ghosts of summer, echoes of a dozen garden parties, my kids chase each other on the grass, and from the kitchen window, I hear my wife singing along with Bjork on the radio, happy because she loves the ruckus the boys are raising, these animal boys made of ourselves. The hawk, death dealer, is brooding somewhere on the tree line. As for me, this Chardonnay from California is just right. How many bad roads and back roads have I traveled to be here tonight. How many wrong turns and lucky breaks did it take to sit me down on this lawn chair on the twilight rim of the world? It all seems gathered here in a ripeness of clouds flashing like salmon streaming down to the west above the laughter of my boys, my wife singing. Hope you enjoyed those. Part of my vision for this podcast was to have it be interactive. I pictured a virtual bonfire poetry reading where friends, family, local poets, and you can come together to warm our hands on some poetry. If there's a poem that has done some action in your everyday life, surprised you, delighted you, or maybe just more quietly worked its way into your bones, you know I would love to hear about it. Email me 
at takethispoempodcast at gmail.com and let me know your story. Maybe you can join me in sharing it with others as well.